Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast Season 2. There is a moment in every dad's life where you want to become the strongest version of yourself. You want to become better. You want to rise up and you want to be successful and the perfect role model to your kids. So what is the Fit Dad Lifestyle? It's about being that role model, that leader, that example that your kids need to follow. It's about family. It's about trying new things. It's about fitness, laughter, full of smiles, and it's here to inspire you so that you can inspire your family. Enjoy season two. We've got some amazing guests on board. Everything fitness, fatherhood, and success. Here's the episode, guys. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast, episode 93. Today, we've got the super Samoan, Mark Hunt, former UFC heavyweight fighter, father, and mate, welcome to the show. Hey man, thanks for having me on the show, bro. Not a drama, mate. Mate, can you tell the audience a little bit more about you and um, how many kids you've got? I have six kids. Uh, the older two are uh, 28 and 25, Shiloh and Caleb, uh, the the kids are the four kids with my ex-wife right now is uh, Noah's 12, uh, Sierra's nine, Aurora's seven, and Macy's six. Yeah, fantastic, mate. And you're based out of Sydney now as well? This is correct. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And, mate, how's all the training going? I see you've been doing quite a bit with Rich up in uh, Newcastle and, um, yeah, been going pretty hard over the last few months of what I've been watching online. Yeah, training's been pretty good. We just, you know, up and down. Um, you know, the things changed because of COVID, a lot of things changing on. But, um, yeah, I'm just at home having to feed the animals. And, um, well, the kids are on holidays. So um, I'm back into it just slowly. Um, um, probably when I get back on Monday, I'm just chilling out for a minute right here. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, mate. And how has fatherhood changed your outlook on how you approach life? And obviously with two older kids and then, you know, your four younger ones, has it changed quite a bit with the times of, you know, having that difference between ages? Um, it's, 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 uh, the other two I didn't look after because I was still a kid myself, but I, but I, um, when I had them and I wasn't even with the girls, so it was a long story with that, but yeah. <laughs> the ones with my, uh, ex-wife Jules now um, it's good I, I look yeah, um, it's crazy because I didn't have an example to look up to growing up I um, you know my father was a piece of shit and uh, so was my mother so at the end of the day I had to learn myself how to try to do things and I was still learning myself these days about um, being a father I mean providing is the main thing I do for my family um, um, nowadays I'm trying to connect more with the kids um, as I'm not away a lot anymore um, and um, yeah, so just it's, it's a it's a process for me and still learning. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you had, you know, I guess good role models and and other people around you that have been able to you know show you the way and you know obviously you know give you different help and advice along the way with coaches or you know family and friends. Well, not most people try to give me advice. Only 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 um, if I ask for it. <laughs> Ask for the advice, or people see that I need help, and then they say that. But um, at fatherhood, I don't really. Um, I try to learn off others that are doing the right thing, but um, it, it's it's hard to try and take advice from anyone because you know yourself as a parent, you just go, well, you know, you're doing your own thing. And but when there's is the kids have issues, that's when you start to address them all. You know, um, you know, try to get them before they even have start having these issues. But uh, it's a learning process, like I said. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And mate, what are some of the favorite things that uh, you like to do with, with your kids outdoors? You guys um, go on hikes or you go surfing or, you know, different things like that. Surfing. I don't know. I don't like surfing because I don't like sharks. Yeah. Not that I don't like sharks. I am, I'm a bit worried about sharks when it gets in the water. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Kids go hiking. We, we play a lot of um, games together. We play video games together. We go out, do a lot of, um, things together right now. I was going to go up to Nambaka because they're in Nambaka heads right now, but yeah. someone's going to look after the, the animals, otherwise they don't eat. Um, but yeah, we do a lot of stuff together, hiking, um, just playing a lot of games, me and the, the kids. Yeah, definitely. And any of the kids uh, following suit in the, the martial arts, are they in the gym training or you know, doing anything like that? Kids are doing um, whatever they, I mean, like we've got Sierra, she's nice, she's learning. Um, graphic design by one of the employee, uh, one of the guys that works at the gym. Yeah. Um, Noah's just playing footy. None of them are actually doing martial arts. We, we get, we've just got um, Noah doing wrestling and, and stuff with uh, Brian Imbersol down at one of the, of the gyms. Okay. And the girls, are like, they like art and stuff. So, you know, we get them into doing um, Little Ninjas. Um, uh, they have art. They're, they're busy the whole week, during the whole week, um, when COVID wasn't on. So, you know, um, they got a full day with the school and these other activities. Yeah. But martial arts, not, um, unless they want to do it, it's fine. But so like I said, right now, I, martial arts is taking a bit of a black eye with me, especially with it uh, coming to all these cheaties, these steroid cheaters, and how these, these losers work in the, in the top end of fighting. So, Yeah, 100%. And um, Mike, what, what would you tell yourself, you know, if you could go back to day one of fatherhood with what you know to be true right now, um, what would you tell yourself back then? I'd probably get a normal job and um, it'd be like every other father and uh, work, um, provide for the family, spend more time with my kids instead of uh, chasing the dream. Even though when you get to the dream, at, uh, at the end of the day, you, you make it to the top and then when you realise it, it was all for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in UFC, it was all for nothing because all you get there is just a bunch of cheaters and the company's just a, a crooked company in, anyway. So, that's what I'll do. I'd rather just get a normal job, look after the kids and spend more time with them. Because, you know, with, with fighting, I spent like the last 15 years traveling um, away from home a lot, so much, missed a lot of their, their stuff just to sacrifice, sacrifice to provide for them. You know, like I said, my parents were, were shit and um, they didn't look after us at all. So, you know, I'd rather, being a great provider for my family and kids, I just missed out on the other side of it. That's the sacrifice I made in spending more time with them. So, um that's just trying to be changing now. <laughs> yeah, mate. And, and I can imagine that the demands of obviously not the lead up to actually the fights, but just the training schedule apart from that and, you know, traveling all over the world. Did you ever get to take the kids, you know, with you to any of these different training camps or it was? Um, it was it's hard to, to be honest. I'd, we've take, I've taken the kids all over the place, all over the world. Uh, um, they've had before even Noah, Noah was 12, he's gone to like five or six places around the world, you know. I mean, and all the kids have traveled. Um, but it's hard to do it when you've got when you've got work and camp because uh, the focus is on me trying to get lose weight, get fit, train hard, and uh, my my tolerance for, for the kids is like really low, especially for uh, trying to put up with because I've got to train. Um, I'm tired, i got to go home and chill and then go back to training, same old routine every day. And it gets worse as you get into the sparring side of fighting, fight camp when you're sparring with other guys and just trying to become... I mean, if you don't get it right, you lose when you're fighting. Yeah, 100%. You know? 
Um, and you've got these other things there going. But yeah, it's hard to take the kids traveling. I mean, uh, as in like with fight camp. What I take the kids is I've taken the kids traveling a lot of the places. I don't know if that makes up for it, but <laughs> it probably doesn't. But hey, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, mate. And where is the favorite um, destination that you've taken the family around the world? And, you know, what would you recommend for other fathers out there to take their kids there? I've taken them to Disneyland. I've taken them to um, Jules's uh, homeland. Oh, well, she's Australian, but her her background is her, her parents are from Scottish Scotland and Ireland. So we went there. The kids love it there. Also, you know, I've, I've taken them to my um, where I grew up and was born, uh, NZ, and the kids love it there. I mean, um, the Cook Islands is another place. There's a lot of places they've been that, that, that they enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We took our uh, kids to Disneyland uh, the year before last, and like, <laughs> I think it's the age you take them there, isn't it? Because you know they went on the first ride and it was all well and good, and then the next one just scared the shit out of them, and it was just game over. Might as well have just left the theme park there and then because everything else scared them. Even going across bloody wooden bridges to the treehouse, and mate, it was yeah, yeah, d- definitely an eye opener. It is an eye opener. It is the right times, the times that you take them to, but you know. My my big issue was we had a holidays here and I took them on the American holidays and it was like oh god every man because <laughs> I took them after I had a fight then I said I'll bring the family over and, and Jules and her sisters and her family to bring the kids and we'll go to Disneyland man worst fucking decision we ever made because <laughs> the lines were like you know so packed up and not only that booking places in Disneyland was a fucking it costed an arm and a leg yeah. you know uh, it was such, it was so expensive it was like a I think it was a two hundred thousand dollar trip. Ridiculous! It was so expensive, man. Like hundred percent. Yeah. It was, it was the money is just the, the the memories that you try to put into. Them. But you ask them these days, they're like, oh, "You remember going there?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we we did the same. We Disneyland Universal Studios. I might as well just rip the money up at the front gate. But then we went to yep. Legoland, which is um, down in San Diego, and cost us yeah, mate, ten percent of the price, but they absolutely loved it. And it was like, far out. We should have just done three yeah. days here. It was... Yeah, the trip to the states was really good though for the kids. You know, they got to see all those places. Plus, uh, we we picked the right time for traveling because we went the opposite way of the traffic. And then you know, in the California, dude, the traffic there. I swear, we went from daylight to nightlight tonight, and the 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 the, the, the cars and it was and it's a six lane motorway. You know, it is six yeah. lanes. And it's like, it was packed for hours. We'd go for about an hour and it was still red lights. So I was like, wow, this place is fucked. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, it's absolutely mental. And then you see like 16 bridges on top of each other and you don't know where to drive or where to go. And we had a big RV as well. Oh, yeah. mate. It's... Plus you're driving on the opposite side. Yeah, 100%. Mate. What advice would you have for new fathers out there or fathers in general about achieving success with their own health and fitness, you know, fatherhood or, you know, in any business that they might be trying to go into? Man, I, you know, I think work hard to try and be a great provider, especially for your family um, and your kids and your children. I just feel the sacrifice sometimes. I mean, if you can get it right, if you can spend more time with the kids, that's the best thing to do. Build your business or build yourself to make enough money that your money works for you and then you get time to spend with your kids. You know, it's, it's hard to do both, but if you get it right, you get it right, which is good. But I'd spend more time with my kids. Um, when I'm trying to finish my career off, like six more fights now and make some coin and then spend the rest of my life looking out to my kids or just hanging around with my kids, you know, even though they don't want to hang around me now, <laughs> but it's, uh, 
it's uh, they grow up too fast. They just grow up too fast, and um, you know, before you know it, they they are they want to hang out with their mates and uh, they don't have time for you. Yeah, mate, and that's a oh yeah, I read a quote a couple months ago, and they say that eighty percent of the time you ever spend with your children is done by the time they turn eighteen, um, which sort of hit home for me and made me you know take into you know account that whole situation and spend a lot more time with them because you know to think that that eighty percent is done and then you've got 20% for the next 40 years to spend with them depending on where they move to and what they do for a career and who they marry and you know where they are based and your relationship it's, yep. it's scary to think that you know you get 20% left um, you know it's yeah it's correct and you have to I think that's one thing I've, I've learning slowly especially um, you know when I grew up I wish my parents weren't home <laughs> they weren't never there they, they, were, they were never there you know in every other way but they were just always there Whereas yeah. here, I was never, you know, I was always out trying to provide. My parents were, you know, I'm trying to be here for these kids now, which is it's a difference. I'm just trying to give them better opportunities and um, options as they grow, you know, instead of being like my shitbag parents and, uh, you know, giving me a start like with nothing in it or, or making me feel like the world owed me something. So I grew up kind of an angry young man, but it is what it is. I think uh, learning of them, you know, the best thing I learned from my parents is not to be like them. So that's what I've done. No, and I've, I've sacrificed a lot, and that's where I've lost out is, is spending more time with these kids. Yeah, well, mate, as as you finish off the the rest of the career, I'm sure you'll make a lot more memories, you know, moving forward and, oh, and be able I to look back. And I've by by this to by December next year, I'll be finished my career, and I'll be sitting pretty with the kids, and we'll be doing. We're actually planning um getting a you know a tour bus and going around Australia um yeah, for three fantastic. months just. Uh, Spending a lot of time um, checking out, you know, Australia, which is which is one thing I wanted to do for the kids before we start traveling overseas. It's you know, travel to all the states by bus <laughs> around trip. I think that's going to be a, a an awesome thing and school them, homeschool them from the bus, which is what I want to do. But we'll see what happens. We'll go from there. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's it's funny with this COVID. Like you've always known Australia's had plenty to offer, but it's always been the you know the the flashy lights of going overseas and having that international holiday, but you see all these different locations that people are traveling to and you go, shit, I can't believe that's in our backyard. I can't wait to go yeah. here, there and everywhere. You know, it's it's just, for me, like I've been all over the place, all the fucking world, even though I was born in, is it? I spent more, most of my life here in Australia, 25 years, and I find it better here than anywhere in the world I've been to. So I've just got to go and travel around Australia and uh, take the kids around. So, you know, it'd be good. I can't wait to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, Instead it, of going all over the fucking place and see, you know. Yeah, see hotel rooms and, yeah, airports. Yep. So. Or crazy people, crazy, crazy people. <laughs> crazy people out there, man. <laughs> yeah, mate, I totally agree. Mate, what do you have coming up that people might be able to get involved in or, you know, what fights do you have um, in the future that people might be able to get behind? Um. Well, um, like I said, I've probably got a couple this year. Um just about to start up. I probably don't know. I don't know when they, when they'll be announcing it or when they're speaking about it, but um, should be one in November, uh, sorry, December. And then the one at the end of the year yep. locally here at home. And then um, I'll be trying to finish my career overseas with another four more fights. Or if I can get three out here in Australia, then, then move overseas in my career, I'll be happy. So um, two here at home and then the rest, uh, anyway, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me, but um, I know I've, I've, I've secured one or two fights here, which is good. Um, COVID has just been hard with COVID, to be honest. And um, like I said, they'll probably announce it soon. This fight, uh, hopefully, it's just it was just uh, it was a few hiccups on the road. Like this, 
like this fight was supposed to happen in May, but there's a lot of hiccups that come to this point. But I was called from the promoter. We we're talking. I actually, I was actually called from the other guy, and we we're having a yarn about. It, and I was, you know, I was like, bro, it's, you know, if you're okay, you're okay. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> sign the contract and let's just go. I mean, you know, a lot of things happen to a fighter in their life and time, but you know, when you sign the dotted line, you sign the dotted line and you have to go. So that is what it is. Mate, well, um, I wish you all the best with the two fights here in Australia and the four remaining uh, next year. Mate, where can people find you online and, um, you know, where, yeah, your social ha- handles? Yeah, I've got a couple. Of, I'm on Instagram, Mark Hunt Fighter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, I think, Twitter also. I, um, I have, uh, I've just signed, signed with Sony for, because they're doing clothing now. So we, my Juggernaut page will be up and everything will be up like that and running. Yeah. Otherwise, you just see me on social media. I mean, I and you'll find me uh, doing stuff on there all the time. I'm either talking rubbish or just <laughs> eating. One of the two. Or doing exercise. It's either three. Yep. Exercise, eating, or talking crap. Perfect. I love it. Well, mate, I'll make sure I've got all that uh, information and uh, in the show notes. So anyone that's driving or running right now, make sure you check out the description and uh, you'll be able to get in touch with uh, Mark or, or follow his training, talking rubbish or fighting online as well. So mate, highly correct, appreciate correct. you taking the hey. time and yeah. Hey, thanks very much for the show. I appreciate it too. So uh, should be the next fight should be announced pretty soon, I think. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for having your show, bud. Fantastic. Take mate. It Once it's announced, we'll, um, we'll get it up on the social as well. So people can keep informed. All right, All right bud. Thanks mate.